Uh, we are jumping right into a quick Q&A on this wonderful, beautiful, slurpy day. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to put the number up there, 360-447-8474. Please do go ahead and send in any and all questions, comments, concerns, contentions, whatever you want. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll address them because we've got a lot of cool stuff going on, a lot of stuff in uh, the message this morning. So if you need any clarification or anything at all, go ahead and send that in. And Bruce will book his way right up here. Where's my Slurpee? And <laughs> where's your Slurpee? I'm told. Hey, by the way, what? Yeah. Well, I'm told there's a caveat. I think you have to actually like join the 7-Eleven's reward club now, which is all still yeah, free. You're I still a freeze. Think, I wouldn't think it's just, you know, it has been though throughout all of it, it, like you used to just walk in on 7-Eleven okay. and just well, get it for said, free. Well, you said ask for Jesus flavor. Yeah. You know what that would be? Nope. Grape, because he Jesus. says this wine is the new covenant in my blood. Good. So it's the one. So there's the a, one flavor he likens to himself. There's your 7-Eleven conversation evangelism starter right there when you're in line with the others and you go, I'm getting <laughs> grape. You know why? Because <laughs> I'm a big weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to come to my church? <laughs> okay, what do we got? Uh, okay. First off, you set yourself up for this, but I've already got a couple people saying things like, Bruce is a dutiful pastor. <laughs> <laughs> you are full of duty. Um, oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somebody else? Uh, I think this is my number two favorite sermon. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know if this one has a question. It's sent. Hey, Bruce, since you, uh, since you don't like being called Pastor Bruce, it was great to hear you introduce yourself as Bruce, the pastor here at his place. <laughs> I know it felt awkward. It sounded awkward. But remember, you've been introducing yourself as Pastor Bruce for decades. Great job keeping the truth. Aww. Keeping the truth the truth, even when it's uncomfortable, because your name isn't really Pastor Bruce. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for encouraging me. I've tried the last few Sundays. I don't know if you know I, like I, I, I said. Have, yeah. I said, I'm Bruce. I'm the preacher. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> And I think I said preacher for I try, just trying to I preach yeah I like preaching shake it up a like little that. I'm Bruce and I like preaching just anything yeah. to remind people the only difference between me and you is this piece of plywood that's 18 inches off the floor right and you put me up here right and oftentimes you're smarter than me like that happens a lot which is oh that's oh, why it's every a Sunday someone will come up and I say love and, it. you know whatever analogy I'm using you know, somebody is an expert on it. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Uh, you Isn't know, I'll mention something and so. And then it usually goes deeper and it works better because you're like, yep, God built mm -hmm. it. Um, okay, uh, somebody. Whoops. Undo. I think I just deleted somebody's. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, you stated, quote, several times every day we're given a one time offer that uh, goes away with our expires response. with your response. How do you know it expires? Where does it say it expires each day? Uh, because what I'm talking about is like when you hear that little voice that says, hold the door for her. Right. That's a one-time offer. And you go, well, that's not the Lord. Really? He's not bumping you into becoming more of a servant heart. And so what I'm talking about are those little moments that we excuse ourselves from because they're so easy to justify. Oh, I'm right. going to hurry. It's like, do you know that you just heard a voice that told you to do the right thing. Yes. You knew it was the right thing. It would have taken the minimal amount of effort and you made an excuse, which yep. was really a lie, so that you didn't even have to do that much uh, because 
It was such a simple, silly little thing. You didn't think it mattered. Right. And it's like, no, no, the, the, that is his voice. Right. That was a one-time offer. And that's what it's all about. It's just that. Respond or you know, don't. What are you going to do? Those and are a problems. lot of times, that one-time offer is, right now is your moment to apologize for what you did. It's like, I'm not ready to. Okay, that offer's over. Now, that offer will come up again. Right. But in a different setting situation. Like, okay, now, now it's getting harder. Yes. But here's your opportunity. No, because now it's getting harder. Oh, you probably shouldn't put it off because it's going to yeah. get harder and harder to. Well, no, because if I put it off enough times, then I just forget I was supposed to. And it goes away. <laughs> right, right. No? That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like that phrasing because I think you even said it's a one time offer that you get many times. It's not like Several it's Several times this a one... day you get a one time offer. And and, and it I, expires with your response. If you say, okay, how you fulfilled it, and you were obedient. Yeah, but like you say, you can, I mean, you'd be surprised, I mean, all the time, because you can go back. I, I, I can't help but hear, you know, that's preaching right at me where I've had that moment where you're like, I know what I should do right here. I'm going to do it. And, I get, and then I don't. And I failed <laughs> and I just hate myself for it. And I'm not, I don't necessarily have to wait for another opportunity because you can create it. I can go. I'm going to go back or I'm going to do the really embarrassing thing. You know what I should have done is held the door for you. I just have to tell you that because I feel like I need to embarrass myself and know that that's how much I want to be that person or whatever that thing is. But you can go back and just that's revisit re real quick. So uh, here's a Slurpee to make up for it. It's Jesus flavor. <laughs> what happened to my church? <laughs> I'm a big weirdo. That's right. We need those little cards to give out. I thought out. it kind of went with the whole approaching a stranger yeah. thing. I should have held the door for you. <laughs> Maybe I am a weirdo. This is how we find that out. Um, okay. Uh, what if I feel overburdened? Uh, I think I know my limits, uh, and I feel that I might make an excuse to avoid being crushed. Couldn't God lead you this way to not give you more than you can bear? So I guess, like, is there such a thing as like a, a good excuse? Absolutely. Yeah, I was today. I was very clear that the, if it, these are excuses that have some element of dishonesty in them. Yes, right. I, I've said that twice yep, in the message. Yep, that yep. We're not talking about the, there's legitimate excuses that, right. are, that are actually just, you know, solid reasons for why I can't make it to your party on Sunday or yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, but in using those two examples on the walk to the dock, it's like God's really making a point. Because the two things that we would say supersede following Jesus, want to be, well, burying my father, I have a funeral. And right. I, I'm, I'm the son, I'm, I got to bury my father. That certainly supersedes Jesus. Or, well, I at least have to go tell my family I'm doing this. Because yeah. that's just being responsible, that supersedes you. Now, in that specific situation, they're getting into the boat. Right. <laughs> this is not a situation that is going to remain that way. If, if they had just been sitting down at camp the night before, yeah. and they said, hey, do you mind if I go home tonight, say goodbye, and I'll be back in the morning before you guys are up? He was, yeah, great. Yeah. But this is a very specific moment when he called all of them to get in that boat. This is when he's gonna calm the sea. Right. And they're gonna go over and, and uh, heal, uh, cast Demoniac, a legion of yeah. demons. This is a huge moment. We often mistake, uh, mistakenly believe that it's just him and his disciples in the boat. Only, I think it's Mark, only Mark shares a whole bunch of boats followed with them. Which makes sense. And Luke says, after this, he appointed 72 others. 
he tells, Luke gives this story about the, the three guys that, you know, this, that, and the other. And he says, after this, he appointed 72 others. It's like, oh, so these are the guys he's sending out. And yeah. he, and it says at the beginning of this, and I think Matthew tells this part of the story, and Luke, I don't think does, uh, Jesus commanded them to get in the boat. Yeah. And so they walk, they're walking to the dock down the little road or path. Right. And the, you know, one guy, first guy that we didn't talk about today says one thing, but the two guys that make the excuses, yeah. Jesus specifically says, come on, you know, he already commanded them. Right. Uh, unless, you know, that might even be just talking about that command. You know, he said, follow me. He might be talking about that command. I don't know. But the one guy, well, I've got to go bury my father, but Jesus knows that when you hear what you missed, yeah. This is the moment I demonstrate that I am God himself. That I not only command the storm to stop, but the waves that are, that are uh, threatening to swamp all the boats, I yeah. command the waves to be still and they go like glass. And you, don't, you won't get to see that. Yeah. And I guarantee, you could still go to your father's grave and have a time there. Right, and like you say, it's not that that's not important or even the right thing to do. It's just that this is more important and right more now, right. now this has eternal this... significance and Jesus said, get in the boat. Right. So you don't say, but I need, can I do this first? He goes, no. Th but he says you can. I mean, he does say, but go and proclaim the word right. of God there. But oh, what you're going to miss. And then you're going to miss me casting a legion of demons. I'm going to show my power over the wind and over the waves and over all the demonic forces. Right. And, and that's, that's true of everything I think in your life is because we do, we have to make those value judgments between mm -hmm. any two things except the Lord. He's the one who goes, oh, I just win. If, if I'm asking you to do something, you, you do it. You know, that's always and, the better choice. It's always going to be the thing that you wish you had done. Right. And let's make it clear. I'm not talking about like, oh, I should have gone on the mission field. Oh, I should have bought this house. I should have. I'm not talking about those kinds of things because Jesus was there in person and saying, get in the boat. He's not here. And so, so there's a lot of gray area where we try to figure out, is Jesus asking me to go sure, on this right. mission trip? I'm talking about when you know that you know Jesus has asked you to say you're sorry. Right. The things that you know, when you read, you go, oh boy, it's hard to read my Bible and not know that there's a whole list of things I should be changing yeah. in my life. I really shouldn't be swearing at work when I get angry at the people that work under me. It's like, that's, you know, he's asking you to do that. Right. So yeah. number one, obey. <laughs> or, <laughs> or number, number two. two, circus dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I think that's all I got right now. So if okay. anyone wants to squeeze them in under the wire, this is your opportunity. Um, I did also want to say this scripture that I love that I don't know that I'd heard. And I noticed that you used uh, the NRS translation. You are the burden and I will yeah, cast I you off for the burden is everyone's own word. And so you pervert the words of the living God. You should all read that entire chapter. That Profound. whole chapter is scary because yeah. God says, oh, you're all coming to the prophets and you're and me and you want to know my what I have to say. And you want and you're all saying the oracle of the Lord, meaning the word of the Lord was the word of the Lord. And he says, but you got like an idol in your heart. Yeah. And so I'll answer you according to the idol in your heart. It's like, Ooh, you will. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, because you got to learn a lesson. And he says, uh, because 
you need to stop saying, you know, basically thus says the Lord, and you need to start saying, what does the Lord say? Right. And that's it's just a great chapter because you're perverting all my words. You're saying, thus says the Lord. You should be saying, what does the Lord say? And then you should turn to his word to see what he says. Yeah. Yeah. But because boy. Well, we all do that. Oh, we Oh, the Lord's do. telling me. I think the Lord's telling me, don't, if you're, if you're a his placer, don't ever say that. You, you can say, I think. You yes. can say, I think. Here's, uh, I was at a church. It was a Pentecostal church years and mm-hmm. years ago. Pentecostal pastor. And uh, his name is Tom Ferguson. And I really love this man. And in, this was back, I don't know, 40, 30, 40 years ago. And Pentecostalism was really exploding uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And so I'd gone to a couple wild churches. But Tom's was very different. And Tom had this unique approach. And he would still uh, talk about, you know, bring a word from the Lord that he felt. And he would always say, um, if, if I'm hearing the Lord correctly, I think he might be saying, and I've never forgotten that because I heard him say it so many times. Like, I'd go to other churches and be like, thus saith the Lord. Or, hey, the, the Lord wants you to know. Right now, God is calling some, you know, someone. To give like, me a new airplane. I need <laughs> one. He told me. Yeah. And Pastor Tom, uh, if I'm hearing the Lord correctly, I right. think he might be saying, it's like, thank you for framing your faith in humility. Yeah. Because your faith isn't in your ability to know what God's doing. Your faith is in God to do what God's mm-hmm. going to do. Mm-hmm. And you just try to keep up, try to figure right. out. Right. And I'll speak it with certainty if I have that certainty. But boy, oh boy, short of him standing in front of the boat saying, it's, it's me. <laughs> right. Get in. I, it's it's, it's yep. tough, you know. So, okay. Agreed. All anything right. else? Uh, no. Anything uh, you want to share? Any leftovers or teases that we uh, got coming up? I don't know. I might do something more on this whole slavery thing. Because we'd mentioned it last Sunday, and I got to go and looking at it. And, and really what sparked this message was I had never really noticed before how it's back-to-back. I'll give you rest. Take my big yoke on your shoulders. It's like... I've never seen the humor in that. That's right. really funny. Here, come to me. I'll give you rest. Here, saddle this thing on your shoulders and let's start plowing. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not what I call rest. And right. I think when we read that, and that's what I was trying to counteract today, we read that as I'll sit in a big comfy chair. Yes. You know, come to me. All you right. I'll give you rest. Oh, good, because I want to stop doing things. He goes, stop doing things? No, I'm going to have I- you stop. Have you really get to work doing the right things so you'll be strengthened? I think that point, that is a wonderful teaching. Um, the weight doesn't get lighter, you get stronger. Right. That whole idea that he's not, it's never, he never promised this like easy, like don't worry, you'll have to stop trying right. at Take all or doing anything. He's like, yoke, no, my burden I'm is a good light. personal trainer. You've just been working the wrong muscles, let me help you out. And then you'll be like, that idea of, Oh, this is really light. Jesus, goes, no, it's heavier than ever. You have just, you're ripped. You've been following and doing what <laughs> and, you're supposed to be doing. And also, his burden is light because he doesn't overwhelm us with more than we can handle. Exactly. And he's just bump, 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 slowly, slowly, slowly. Right. Incremental. Whereas the burden of myself is overwhelming. Yeah. And we do the thing like we've talked about in the past is that's how you, you, you lift weights. You increase slowly and you get stronger and stronger. So and I've you, been told. And you don't go try and lift 500 pounds. But there are some of us who are still that dumb who are like, I'm going to start lifting weights. What's the absolute most I could do? And then you pull a muscle and then you can't lift weights. And humans, we're just not very yeah. good at it. Okay. Is that it? I think so. All right. 
You want to let them go? Thanks for being with us in-house yeah, and all of you online. Love you all. Appreciate Love you. you. Yeah, let's do it again next week. We'll see you then. How about? Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>